The Christian faith is an extraordinary thing. The free gift of salvation granted by Jesus is something that is quite unfathomable. But to live as Christians is to live as Christ, and this is where many believers struggle. On the next Family Matters, we'll answer a question about faith and works in the Christian life. Hi, I'm Graham Schnell for Family Matters, where we offer practical advice from Focus on the Family. Our question today came from a new believer who asks, Am I saved by faith or good works? As a new Christian, I was relieved to hear that salvation doesn't depend on works, but solely on God's gift of grace. But then someone told me that faith without works is dead, and that God cares as much about my actions as He does about my beliefs. Now I'm worried. Maybe I'm not doing enough to get into heaven. What do you think? Can you help me understand what seems like a contradiction? From a certain perspective, the question you've raised goes straight to the heart of the Christian gospel. Salvation is indeed based upon faith alone. You'll see that in Galatians 3, 6 and 7. But then faith, as it turns out, is something like a two-sided coin. If you've been reading your New Testament, you'll have noticed that the apostles, especially Paul, make it clear that we do not earn our way into heaven by doing good deeds or giving up sinful behaviors. Our only hope is to place all our confidence, faith and trust in the Lord Jesus Christ, the Savior who offered himself up on the cross to redeem us from sin. For by grace you have been saved through faith, writes Paul, and that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God, not of works, lest anyone should boast. That's Ephesians 2, 8 and 9. But does this suggest that behavior doesn't matter in the Christian life? Does it mean that believers can engage in willful sin? Are they free to forget about consequences and the deeper implications of poor personal choices? Not in the least. What then shall we say, writes Paul? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? Certainly not. How shall we who die to sin live any longer in it? Or do you not know that as many of us as were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? That's Romans 6, 1-3. Writing in the same vein, the Apostle follows his famous declaration about grace and faith with this important statement, For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. That's Ephesians 2.10. Saving faith, then, is not simply a matter of acknowledging something that you accept as true. After all, even the demons believe and tremble. James 2.19 the New Testament writers agree that faith is a holistic phenomenon. In other words, it involves the entire person, body, soul, and spirit. To believe in the biblical sense is to embrace the truth with mind, heart, and will. This means that genuine faith is expressed both through our actions and by the public declaration of our heartfelt beliefs. If you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart one believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. For whoever calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. That's Romans 10, 8, 9, and 13. This concept is often illustrated with the story drawn from the exploits of the 19th century daredevil Clifford Calverley. In 1892, Calverley pushed a wheelbarrow over a tightrope stretched across Niagara Falls. After performing this feat, he turned to his audience and asked, now that you've seen what I can do, do you believe that I can do it again? Yes, replied the crowd. Do you think that I can do it with another person in the wheelbarrow, said Calverley. Yes, was the enthusiastic response. Well then, said Calverley, who wants to climb in? <laughs> Genuine New Testament faith means getting in the wheelbarrow. It's not just a question of standing on the sidelines and saying, I believe. We hope that this illustration has brought clearer understanding and insight to your situation. 
This program was produced by Focus on the Family. I'm Graham Schnell, inviting you to join us again for the next edition of Family Matters. Family Matters.